Welcome back to Femininity After Dark. I am your host, Keandria Belwoos, and today we have a really special episode for you. We are going to be talking to the beautiful, dark, feminine mother herself, Lilith. She's going to talk to us about who she is, what dark femininity is, and really whatever the hell she wants to talk about (laughs) she's one of those energies that you know you you honor her you respect her you let her do her own thing you don't really you don't really tell Lilith what to do and so we're going to have those conversations with her and I look forward to it I hope you look forward to it as well and if you are then continue listening So, who is Lilith? Lilith was Adam's first wife. Adam was the first man, and Lilith was created at the same time as Adam. Lilith knew her worth. She knows her worth. She's always known that masculine energy was and is not superior to feminine energy. Lilith has been called the first feminist because she was so outspoken that it angered It angered the entire world. Lilith is the archetype of the woman who is unapologetic. She isn't afraid to be herself. She isn't afraid to say no. And she isn't afraid to walk away when her boundaries are not being respected. When she feels disrespected, she walks away. And when she feels really disrespected, she can and will destroy. She can be sweet, but she can be dangerous and violent when provoked when like I said disrespected and there's a certain level of respect that you have to have for Lilith because she commands respect she doesn't ask for it she commands it with her energy and she expects it and that's something that we can really learn from her as dark feminines on our journey we don't have to go around talking about why we should be receiving respect all we have to do is know within ourselves that we are deserving of respect And the energy that we bring 
into a space when we have that thought in mind is enough to command that respect. And if someone is foolish enough to disrespect us, then they will face those consequences. Now, that's not to say that violence or destruction is always the answer, but you have to know how to be able to stand up for yourself in such a way when it is necessary. So who is Lilith? As I said, Lilith was Adam's first wife. She was the real, the true first woman. She was created at the same time as Adam. She was Adam's equal, some say. I feel like she was superior, but I could just be biased because I love Lilith so much. So as the story goes, Adam and Lilith had a falling out because Adam wanted to be on top. He wanted to be dominant. Some people interpret this story as he wanted to dominate her and just be able to tell her what to do. And other people like myself take the more (laughs) fun and sexual way of interpreting it and say that Adam wanted Lilith to be beneath him in a sexual way. He wanted to be on top of her and to dominate her, but she wanted to be on top. And Adam didn't like that very much. He says, why do you think that you should be on top? I'm in charge of you. And she didn't like that very much. Lilith is very sure of herself and will not allow herself to be dominated by anyone. Especially if that conversation hasn't been had from the beginning. And what I'm feeling now is that that was the real issue. It was never a question. It was... It was commanding, it was demanding of this is just how it's going to go instead of asking for consent. And so even after Lilith said, no, I'm not beneath you. Why shouldn't I be on top? I want to be on top. I can be dominant. Even after she protested and she said no, Adam still proceeded to try to force her to be beneath him. I'm sure we can all make an inference to what I mean by that, but I don't wanna trigger anyone. So Lilith being who she is, she fights back, she runs away and Adam calls upon God and says, this woman that you created for me, she won't do what I say. 
she ran away from me she defied me and so god's like oh my god problem is already all right whatever i'll handle it he sends his angels to find lilith and try to convince her to go back to adam to go back to the garden of eden and obey to keep the peace they're like you know you don't really want to cause any problems just just do what he says it, it's fine and she says no i'm not going to do what he says i don't want that and when she feels that she's not being listened to she's not being heard her side of the story doesn't matter to God. Uh, she says God's name out loud. Or maybe, maybe we can interpret that as she says it uh, in vain. In a way that was considered rude and defiant. And so God punishes her. He says that he will kill uh, a thousand, I believe that's the number, a thousand of her babies uh, every day that she will not be able to have children. And tell me in the Facebook group what story you've heard of Lilith. This is the story that I've heard. So this is the story that I'm sharing because it's what I'm most familiar with. But join our Facebook group, Femininity After Dark, and let me know if you've heard a different story. Let me know what that story was and we can have a discussion about it. But this is the story that I've heard. So God says, I'm going to kill your babies. Um, she is demonized. Uh, God and his angels tell people this woman is evil. She's a villain. She's a demon. You can't trust her. All because she stood up for herself and she refused to be abused. Now, as we hear this story, it sounds really familiar, right? Women are constantly being told that in order to be feminine, we have to be submissive. In order to be feminine, we have to be soft. We have to be what a man wants us to be. And our voices are often silenced, especially when it comes to things like our sexuality, when it comes to assault. And this is a story that really hits home for me and I can relate to on a very personal level as a survivor of S.A. It's, it's been challenging 
to get people to even listen or care what I have to say. I have been expected to just be quiet and let it go. And I have refused. And when I refused and I finally began to speak my truth, that is when Lilith came into my life. And I've spoken to her and I've grown with her and she has been so fantastic in helping me to discover who I am on a deeper level because there was a time when I was trying so hard to be this submissive ultra feminine woman and she helped me realize that's not who you are you've been beaten down and people have tried to make you into this submissive quiet person but that's not who you are and through connecting with Lilith I have been able to discover parts of myself that I had forgotten about or didn't even know existed and that is my wish for all of you listening is that by connecting with Lilith, by learning who she really is, realizing that that energy lives within you too. And you are so much more powerful than you could ever have imagined. Dark femininity is all about choices. We make choices every moment. We decide whether we're going to play it safe or we're gonna take that risk whether we're gonna have fun or whether we're gonna stay at home and cry. And dark feminines are very capable of showing emotion. We can cry, we do feel upset. A lot of people have thought that I just moved on and I was never affected by my experiences, but that's not true. I definitely felt pain but the difference between a weak person and a strong person is what we do with that pain are we able to move past it and learn from it and grow and become more powerful or are we defeated by that pain and that's what makes the difference between someone who has been conditioned by society to be a certain way and live a certain lifestyle and someone who's made a choice for themselves to do what they want, be who they want, enjoy their life. A lot of people are so confused about who they are because they've listened to other people tell them, this is who you are, this is what you're like, and that's just one version of who they are. Everybody is seen in a different light by every single person that they come across, even people that they never speak to, people who just look at them. They already have an idea about who you are made up in their minds. You don't have to speak. You don't have to do anything. All you do is show up and they already have an idea of who you are in their minds. So 
when you think about it, there are millions, billions of different versions of you out there. And it's really about making a choice to find who you are to yourself. How do you see yourself? Because that's all that really matters. And that's what dark femininity is. It's about being yourself, allowing yourself the space to grow and evolve. You might have one idea one day and be a completely different person the next, but at least every day you wake up, you're being your authentic self and that's what matters. And that's intimidating to people. People fucking hate it when you aren't afraid to be who you are and to live your life because they're scared of making choices. They want choices to be made for them. That's why there are cults. That's why there's the government. That's why there's all these rules and regulations because people don't want to make their own fucking choices because they're so afraid of making the wrong choice, not even realizing that the choice that they're making to be extremely submissive to this world and to some other person's idea and ideal, they're making the ultimate fucked up choice for themselves. So even if you think you're not making a choice, you're just gonna leave it to somebody else, you're still choosing to do that. So you might as well make a choice that's going to be beneficial for you, that's going to make you feel good and feel fulfilled because that pain that stays with you when you don't move, when you freeze up, that's something that you're not gonna be able to get over. That's something you're not gonna be able to forget but whether you end up making a right decision or a wrong decision, either way, you could always turn it into your favor. So you just have to act, you have to do something. Um, there are rare instances where you don't do anything, but even in those instances, you're only appearing to do nothing. Um, you can walk into a room and appear to be doing nothing and just being calm and being who you are, but even in that moment, you're still making a decision to, to own your power. And that's the energy that's being felt. To other people, it might look like you're doing nothing, but you're actually making a choice to walk into a room and own it. You're just making it look effortless but everything's a choice and when you realize that life becomes so much more enjoyable it becomes so much more sweet um, I believe in tasting the forbidden fruit because why not what if you never experience fruit that's so sweet and so juicy and so full of everything that you've been missing. And people say, well, you can't miss what you never had, but I don't believe that's true because it'll always be in the back of your mind. What if I would have done this instead of that? What if I would have done this instead of doing nothing? So take some risks, be who you are, and don't let anybody tell you that it's wrong 
as long as you're not hurting anyone who doesn't deserve it. <laughs> and as long as you're not hurting yourself, then be who you are and live your life. Everyone says it for a reason. It's because it's true. Wow, that was so powerful. When I tell you the energy in this space right now is so strong and so filled with the presence of Lilith, I hope that you can feel at least a bit of this energy in the podcast, in the recording, because wow, it is such a privilege. Yeah, I'm seeing 656 right now. That's a number for somebody, a message to you directly from Lilith. Wow, that was so powerful. I really felt her energy within me. And every time I channel, I get so like hot. I don't know if any mediums are listening, but do you get that feeling? Do you get really, really warm and, and like hot and <laughs> then you don't even remember what you said when you come out of it? So I'm going to have to go back and listen to really absorb the information. That was that was wonderful. If you are a medium, comment in our group on Facebook, our Facebook group Femininity After Dark, and let me know how do you feel when you channel? Do you get all warm and, and, and sweaty and stuff? <laughs> How does that work for you? I know it's different for everybody, but I don't want to keep you guys too much longer. I just wanted to say thank you so much for allowing me to share with you via this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all of your love and your support and your subscriptions. Thank you for joining our Facebook group, Femininity After Dark. We are growing every single day and I'm just so amazed by how many people have been reaching out and how well we've all been connecting with each other. I'm so grateful to have you group of wonderful, wonderful people in my life. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend, a family member, someone you feel would find this interesting or could benefit from this message. And until next time. Bye, guys.